Chris Lowe joins us now from ESPN.com. Chris, what's up? How are you? What's up, guys? Um, Slay was in the building. Here's my question. Did um, did the players, did the Memphis players spend more time trying to get to the arena or more time eating ribs at Rendezvous back to Memphis when he got back that night? Hey, there you go. They were all over the place, man. I saw him. Listen, while I was in Bridgestone Arena, I saw pictures of them taking pictures with people in their hotel. And I'm like, I'm over here waiting for basketball. Can y'all please, whoever can play, get over here. (laughs) How many could play, Chris? Like, what was going on? Yeah, here's the deal on that. You know, you read between the lines. And I wasn't in Memphis's hotel. I wasn't with them when Mm -hmm. they were testing kids, et cetera. But it sure sounds like they just weren't real hip on playing that basketball game. Yeah. Um, Or weren't going to play if they felt like they were a little bit undermanned. I mean, you saw what Rick Barnes said. Listen, we'd we'd pull somebody out of the stands, out of the student body if we had to, Mm -hmm. to play. Both teams are there. You know, it's a big event for the state, Memphis, Tennessee. A lot of fans spend a lot of money. I mean, I talked to some people who flew in for the game. Yeah. Tonight's hotel. You know, unless you just don't have enough to play, you know, you play that basketball game. And I think what the end result, you know, I can't speak for Danny White or Rick Barnes of Tennessee. I've talked to both men. I don't think you're going to see Memphis and Tennessee playing basketball anytime soon. Yeah. That's, a, that's what I would be on the see, Lo. This is a done deal. Reason being, listen, man, it's going to benefit you more at this moment to even reschedule it or to sign on. Like, it'll be different if you were talking about bouncing from another con- to another conference and trying to strengthen that, but man, what, you get you get more out of it, way more than than we do. We'll, matter of fact, we'll schedule another game and come to Bridgestone, and the Bridgestone will be just fine with it. We can go get anybody, Texas, Oklahoma. We can go get anybody that want to play, and come right here and play in Bridgestone, and I, everything will be all right. And I think that's I think Slay, that's what you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Cause I think Tennessee likes the idea of playing there in Bridgestone, playing in Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Cincinnati, whether it's Louisville, yeah. Um, Somebody like that, but I don't. I'd be surprised if it's Memphis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the guys were visibly uh, disappointed. Uh, we got in there early, so like we were walking down to our seats when the announcement was made, and and some of the players were. I mean, they they were there in their training gear, ready to hit the floor. And and I, you know, I talked to a couple of the players, and and this was about nine forty five, eleven a.m. tip, and they said they found out about ten minutes before. Um, and and yeah, they, they were, they were all, disappointed. Yeah, I think they were. I think they left around nine. Talking Central Time here, now nine twenty-five on the bus to the arena. I think Rick Barnes got a couple calls saying that maybe something might be up. And uh, but yeah, yeah, they were on on the floor getting ready to you know start warming up. What an hour, hour and ten minutes, hour and five minutes before the game that they were going to play. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure. Did Memphis ever even come to the arena? That, I never nice saw thing. anybody from the mm-hmm. Memphis party there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure they even made it to the arena. So, uh, again, I don't know that uh, – I don't know that at, at the end of the day whether um, they really were interested in playing that basketball. Well, they have 18 players on their roster. So, if eight were not vaccinated, two tested positive, you still have eight players. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you want to get the job and, done. If it means that much to you and your fan base, how much you're saying it means to play the game. And you know, and really, for if you want to look at it from a different perspective, for Memphis, and granted, they had the big win over Alabama, and it looked really good in that basketball game, but it had been a, a pretty crappy year for them. Mm-hmm. And they probably benefit as much to play that game and win it 
more so than Tennessee would. Yes. They, they need some more wins like that on their resume if it gets close come NCAA tournament time. Exactly. And you talk about, like, rescheduling the game. I heard fans, and they, they were coming back. My my response to the fans, Memphis fans, or whoever it may be, dude, we got Arizona on Wednesday. <laughs> They're number eight <laughs> coming to Rocket Top. Right. I'm I'm – I'll, I'm fine with having an inter-squad scrimmage going back. Let's practice, get treatment, and get ready for this game on Wednesday. And then you got Alabama. Then the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Like, I mean, you got some games that's, that you got to strengthen your schedule. Like, it, it would mean way more. But for you to – this is me. For you to then get out and put out a statement that, you know, that you, you just – you really didn't know if your players were vaccinated, this, that, or other. Man – it shows to me the reason they have the problems that they're having on the floor. It was the same thing I was saying when I was watching the game. Who's the leader on the floor? Who is the leader out this bunch? Who raises their hand and gathers all the guys? Who does that? Now I'm questioning even more so, who's the leader of the program? Like, if you asked the question early on in the season, and we're going to get back to you about, hey, man, listen, hey, CeeLo, I know, I know you're going to get the vaccination. You told me, did. But don't worry, we got the Super Bowl next week, man. We're gonna go on and go to that. You do got you got your vaccination, don't you, CeeLo? Like what? Well, what what exactly was the statement? That they, they weren't sure who was vaccinated, who wasn't. Or oh, we got it. That- we got it, huh? Yeah, you will. Right he, for will, will Chris be able to hear it if Hunk plays it? <laughs> That's a valid question. That is a valid question. We're about to find out, CeeLo. If you can't hear Penny here, let us know. Well, I think at the, initially when I talked to the guys earlier, can you hear that? You know, they were all talking about being vaccinated. And then I never visited it again, so I probably misspoke what a lot of the guys were talking about it back then. And I never even thought about it again after that. So I probably was quoted saying that because I had talked to a lot of the guys about going into this season and what had been happening to us, you know, this past season going in. So I probably just misspoke on that uh, coming, you know, in that situation. So there you go. Well, yeah, my first reaction, just didn't Memphis play in New York City earlier this year? <laughs> yes, it did. Yes. Now, uh, you know, and I'm not an expert on vaccinations or protocols, but I know this. I don't think you could get within three miles of Manhattan unless you've been vaccinated about ten times. We were just there. (laughs) We were just there. You have to upload your vaccination card to an app. Yeah. You would not be able to eat there (laughs) at all if you're not vaccinated. Well, yeah. I don't even think they'd let you on, you know, anywhere on the streets in New York City unless you had your blood card, (laughs) your vaccination card birth certificate everything so my my point is you have to know exactly who's been vaccinated how many have been vaccinated if you're going to go anywhere indoors in new york city yeah just big Mm. picture uh for penny and that program all of that chris what where are where are things when it comes to that obviously there were some losses where you know there was a hashtag penny can't coach you know <laughs> trending on twitter just big picture in that program and what's going on what's maybe the talk around it we'll start with this you know nobody remembers in basketball what happens in december so mm-hmm. they've got enough talent where if they get that thing together and and penny can sort of get that team playing up to its potential and they you know start winning basketball games then we pro- this will all be a footnote, right? But if they continue to sort of stumble over what's going on and don't play better basketball and there's some of this miscommunication and they look unprepared in games down the stretch, then, yeah, there's going to be a lot of people wondering if he's going to be able to get the job done there because it's not like they don't have talent. Yeah, you got plenty of it. Plenty of it. 
Chris Lowe, ESPN.com. Oh, I was just I was just on the way out here, gonna hit a little uh football recruiting, Tennessee Vols, what Josh Heupel is doing and and what our uh, current transfer portal we, we always talk about there's a party in the portal right now, <laughs> but <laughs> how that's all going and what Tennessee looks like when it comes to signing class and, and what they're building there. Yeah, I mean, is there a quarterback that's not in the portal at some point. I mean, it's amazing the number Crazy. of quarterbacks in the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, and where are they all going to go? Right. Great uh, question. <laughs> I, uh, I look at Tennessee, though, right now, Dawn, and, you know, three things st- stick out. They got guys at key positions in this class, pass rushers uh, that, that they needed. I think they got some, some guys that can make plays in space on both sides of the football. You know, so the fact that Hendon Hooker's coming back, is a huge plus for this team. I think you look around college football right now, and guys are going in the portal. They're opting out. Really, with the exception of Delonte Taylor, you know, Tennessee's going to be intact for this bowl game. I think that says something for the, you know, the culture on that team, what Josh Heifel built, what they're continuing to build. They still are way behind, though, and Josh Heifel will be the first one to tell you that. It's, it's like starting a marathon, and everyone has started about five minutes in front of you. They still have to have next signing class, another really good class, and then probably another really good class on top of that because you look at who's at the top of the rankings, it's Georgia, it's Alabama, it's Texas A&M, Kentucky had a really good year recruiting. Mm-hmm. So one class ain't going to do it, you know, and even though they closed strongly and had some guys, you know, that maybe they didn't, you know, they beat some teams on the recruiting trail that they got to beat on the field for, that's a good sign. But they got to follow this up, guys. They really do. And they've got to come back next year and then the next year and continue to recruit at a high level. Good stuff, Chris. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, CeeLo. Merry Christmas, CeeLo. All right, you guys take care. Merry Christmas to you guys. Yep, you too. At CeeLo ESPN.